Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome, friends, to another r slash malicious compliance video. If you enjoy these tales of satisfying malicious compliance, make sure to hit those like and subscribe buttons down below. That said, our first story of the day is by J-Man U Waterloo. I do not need you staying here with me, answering phone calls or processing customers for the rest of the shift. Context, I used to work at a major supermarket in the online grocery department. This happened when I was about seven months in this position, and about this time, the Delta variant of COVID had arrived, which meant that everyone in the community was scared of getting COVID and didn't want to actually walk into the grocery store to shop. Thus, all of these folks placed online orders for either pickup or delivery. Due to this exceptional demand, our bosses decided to have 20 order slots available to customers per hour for pickup. I worked in the pickup team, and the delivery team was outsourced to a third-party company. Anyways, we have a couple of new colleagues join us, and one of them in particular is of a very young age, around three years younger, who also happens to be a micromanager and essentially a pain in the butt to work with. We'll call him Andy. Andy loves to go on his phone all the time. Mind you, I'm only in post-secondary now, and this happened in early 2021. In our team, we have a couple roles which are assigned to staff on a daily basis. Sometimes the roles change, but generally they stay the same. Per our specific store policy, there's supposed to be two people in the home area of the team at all times answering customer calls and gathering all the necessary bins for a person's order. Note that the role is given to generally more tenured people, unless they request otherwise, and requires additional training from the department manager. One person's responsible for taking out the groceries to the customer's vehicle, and the rest of the staff are usually assigned to collect the individual items off the store shelves per a customer's order. One day, I come into work, and I'm working a full shift, 8 hours. It happens that I'm working with newer staff only, and Andy is also working. There is no role assignment sheet out on that day, so no specific roles were assigned. I decide, since I'm more tenured and have had the necessary training, that I would stay in the home area of the team. Andy comes up to me and says the manager had assigned him to stay for his shift, and he requested for me to help collect items off the shelves for the rest of my shift. Note here, it's difficult to be using your phone while collecting customer items, so ideally you want to stay in home base to use your phone. I say, you haven't had the training from manager yet, and I'm more tenured. Andy says, no, I have had the training. Please go and collect the items. I do not need you staying here with me answering phone calls or processing customers for the rest of the shift. I say, are you sure? All of the order slots are full for the rest of the shift. Andy says, yes, it's fine. Please go and collect items. I say, okay. Malicious compliance. So I go and start collecting items for future customers' orders and return to base after a run, hour one, to drop off the containers with items and grab new containers. You can only take so many containers in a cart at once. Andy seems to be managing fine, so I don't disturb him and go out for a second run. I come back hour two, and Andy asks me to take over his customer phone call. At this point, the customer's arguing over something trivial, but I tell him, 
You told me you don't need me to stay here for the entire shift, so I'm going for another run. Andy hesitantly agrees, and I continue with my third run. I come back, hour three, and there's a queue of about seven post-it notes. Anticipated customer wait time of 35 minutes, yikes, with customer orders on it and Andy's on the phone with a customer. Post-it notes were used when we didn't have time to print off proper order summaries. Additionally, the policy for waiting times is a maximum of five minutes from the time they call. He sees me and asks me to help him process orders, as well as obtaining the required container so the staff responsible for taking orders out could do so in a timely manner. Once again, I tell him, you told me to not stay here and do any of the home-based tasks. I'm going for another run. I come back hour four and there's a long line of 23 post-it notes with customer orders on it. Anticipated customer wait time of two hours, big yikes. And this time he pulls on my arm as soon as I come in and asks me to help him answer phone calls and process orders. But once again, I refused, referencing what he told me. He let out a massive sigh and called the manager's extension. At this point, I went out to do another run. Halfway, hour four and a half through my run, I'm interrupted by the manager on duty. Our team's manager's gone home for the evening. He asks me to come with him to help him and Andy in our area to clean up the backlog. As at this point, the customers were waiting well over three and a half hours. Major problem. I walk back into the home base and the manager questions me why I wasn't staying in the home base, taking care of phone calls and customer orders. I tell him the truth. Specifically that Andy had strictly noted that our team manager assigned him and him only to be in the home base managing these tasks. And Andy had sent me out to collect customer items for the rest of the shift, in its entirety. Andy rebutted with the fact that he did not say this and that he asked me to help him multiple times and I had blatantly refused. Hmm. I told both the manager and Andy that I'll be helping to clear the backlog and then going back to doing runs. And at this point, I empathize with our customers waiting for three and a half hours. At the end of my shift, we finally managed to catch up a decent amount. And I did end up staying about 30 minutes overtime to reschedule the customers scheduled for later in the day to the next morning slots, double booking the next day slots while Andy went home already. As a courtesy, I gave each customer that had to be rescheduled a $20 voucher. There were 44 total rescheduled customers. Just as I clocked out, I bump into the manager and he tells slash rants to me what a crap show today was. I tell him, you may want to look at the CCTV of our home base. Have a good rest of your night. Fallout. It so happened that I was taking two weeks of leave that day and after the leave, when I went back, I noticed every shift that Andy was doing runs and never staying in home base. Turns out the manager on duty looked at the CCTV that very same night and heard very clearly what Andy had told me. Conferring with our team manager, they cancelled his administrator permissions on the order processing computer, which he had begged our team manager for over two weeks as well as giving him a written warning. However, that didn't seem enough, since while I was away, Andy decided to do the same thing to another staff member and ended up getting a second and essentially final written warning. Plus, he made it on the frequent monitoring list of every manager. At the rewritten warnings, your employment is immediately terminated. The days and shifts that followed after were very pleasant, as there was not a single peep from Andy when he came into work. He directly started collecting customer items without asking. 
If you had a stubborn coworker that said, no, 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 I've got this. You don't need to be doing this at all. Just focus on this other thing the entire shift. And then you realize they're immediately getting swamped. Would you still stick to that request? Even if they asked for your help at that point? Or would you give in and help them out? Let me know in the comments down below. Our next story is by Brother P. Don't like the Simpsons? No coffee for you. My memory's been churning up lots of Flotsam and Jetsam from my younger days recently, and for some reason I suddenly recalled this story from 30 years ago. As many of you know, The Simpsons is the longest-running scripted show on primetime television. In the late 80s or early 90s, it was controversial and polarizing, with many politicians and religious leaders denouncing it for what they deemed to be inappropriate characters. Someone was always in a rage about the latest episode, and the things Bart or Homer said or did. Well, at the time, my sister was married to a guy, call him Bob, which is his real name because freak you Bob, who was old before his time. He was also deeply conservative, personally, socially, fiscally, and politically, self-aggrandizing, opinionated, autocratic, and overbearing. One of those has-to-be-the-smartest-guy-in-the-room types. At a family gathering at my parents' house, we were sitting around after dinner, and I recounted a funny line from the show. Bob grew angry. Why are conservatives always so angry all the time? And started fulminating about the show. That show is so goddarn stupid. That Homer guy screaming and carrying on all the time. It drives me nuts. If I had my way, it wouldn't be on TV. I asked him if he ever watched it. No, I wouldn't waste my time. It's a stupid cartoon that shouldn't be on the air. I thought about what he said for a moment and said, Oh, because you don't like it, I shouldn't be allowed to watch it? They said, darn right. If I had my way, it wouldn't be allowed on TV. I said, really? That makes sense to you? Now, if there was anything Bob hated more than The Simpsons, it was anyone questioning or challenging him. If he said it, it was right. So of course he doubled down. Yes, it makes perfect sense. I'm not the only one who says it. If I was in charge, that show wouldn't be on the air. He was getting angrier and red-faced at being forced to defend his position. Okay, I thought, if that's the way you think it should be. I got up and grabbed his cup of coffee from him, went to the sink, and dumped it. What the heck did you do that for, he yelled. I don't like coffee, I said. This is a really good breakdown of people who overinflate their opinion on something and try to just encapsulate all of humanity in their personal opinion. The kinds of people that say, oh, that show's so awful, or oh, that genre of music's so bad, if I had a say, it would never even see the light of day, wouldn't even be allowed on the radio, wouldn't be allowed on the TV. They don't realize that there's likely thousands and thousands of people who, upon hearing their opinion, would say to their face, we don't give a crap what you think, we like it. Our next story is by MDS349, Bicycle Shopping. Yesterday, I went into a bike shop and we had the conversation that people always have. How much do you want to spend? What are you using the bike for? What are you looking for as far as features are concerned? I said that I was looking for a mountain bike and I wanted to keep it under a grand. And like a true salesman, he replied and said that would be really hard to do because you have to spend three or four thousand to get a good bike these days. So I said thank you and left. I definitely get the vibe that this is like some kind of sucker trap. Because OP came in here and said, I'm looking for a mountain bike and gave a reasonably pricey figure, this person probably assumes they can pull one over and get a really good commission sale here. 
Whereas somebody looking for a rinky-dinky bike, they'll probably just pass over. This next story is by Duskmuse711. 10 minutes is up. This happened about 9 years ago. It was the spring break of my grad year in high school when I was fortunate enough to get to go on the school trip. The trip went through Italy, Greece, and we got to go into Turkey for a day trip. To the main story, in Fair Verona we lay our scene. Sorry, couldn't resist. We'd arrived at our first hotel. I was in a room with my friend Sarah, a friend's little sister Katie, and her friend Tina, who I'd figure skated with years before this event. We live in a very small town. The teachers gave us the evening to do whatever we wanted, within reason. Katie and I decided to use the computers to let our families know we made it safe. Sarah decided that she was going to go back to the room and take a shower as she was rather jet-lagged. Tina went out with the other students to look around at night. There was only one computer, so Katie and I were there for about 20 minutes as Katie didn't feel comfortable being left down there alone. About 10 minutes in, Tina came back to the hotel and went up to our room. Katie and I finally finished up and head up to our room, only to find Tina standing in front of the bathroom door, arms crossed, just staring at the door expectantly. She turns to us and goes, from now on, there's a 10 minute limit on bathroom time. Didn't even wait for us to respond and went to sit on her bed. Now here's where I instantly got pissed. One, this hotel had water on demand, so it wasn't a heating issue. Two, she's two years younger than me and spoke as if she was in charge of our group. We're just roommates on the trip. Three, she'd been planning to stand in front of the door waiting for Sarah to come out. Sarah's extremely introverted and has a lot of anxiety problems. Her mom actually asked me to push her to come on the trip with me so she can enjoy a trip before graduation. As soon as Sarah opens the door, Tina's at the door once again repeating the 10 minutes, then shoved past her closing the door. I wasn't gonna let the drama queen ruin my trip. As soon as I heard the shower, I set a timer and waited. And the moment was done. I got up, went to the door, and banged loudly three times before announcing, Your 10 minutes is up. She ripped open the door, glaring at me, and I spoke my mind. This is a high school trip. You're not our teacher or boss. You don't get to control this trip. We had a few more disputes during the trip, but she never tried forcing us into rules. I mean, I kind of see this as a bit of a sizing up kind of thing. Little bit of back and forth, a little bit of controlling behavior. Either you get steamrolled and comply to their demands, or you stick up and say, hey, we're equals here. You can't force us to do something. And our final story of the day is by Super Patty. I want to see clothes on your bottom. My 10-year-old son just did this. We came home, and my son asked if he could put his pajamas on. He prefers to be in pajamas around the house because they're more comfortable. And my wife, his mom, said, yes, but I want to be able to see clothes on your bottom. My son loves to wear one of my shirts that's really long and only briefs on the bottom so it looks like he's butt naked. So my son gets a smirk on his face and goes into his room, changes, and comes out with his big shirt on tucked into his underwear. I'm so proud. My wife, less so. Honestly though, is there anything more comfortable than just a super jumbo shirt at night? I think if there's one top tier form of pajamas, it's definitely the jumbo shirt. Just soft, oversized, baggy clothing, that's my favorite form of pajamas. What about you guys? But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. So of all these stories I've read today, which is your favorite and why? Let me know in the comments down below. And if you haven't yet, if you could like and subscribe, that would mean a lot to me. Whatever you do, whether it's liking, subscribing, turning notifications on, all of it helps grow this channel and I appreciate the heck out of it. 
So until next time, I'll see you all tomorrow with some more stories.